Welcome to Iona, a podcast exploring feminine approaches to life, aligning with seasons, cycles, and rhythms that make life feel more artful than linear. I'm Allie Kessler, a fiction writer, a jack-of-all-trades creative, a pattern weaver, and a practitioner of many mystical systems. And I'm Anne-Marie Vivienne. I'm a shamanic practitioner, ceremonialist, and writer. I guide and counsel people on their journey to healing and sovereignty, empowering clients to become their own healers. As a ceremonialist, I officiate nature-based weddings and host groups for seasonal celebrations and transformations. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Iona. Um, this episode is number 10 of season three, and we are recording a bit early because I'm headed now to town for quite a while, so we're not actually into airy season even, which is sort of the central <laughs> focus of this. Um, so we're going to try to channel, get out. the channel what's in the stars and the spirit wills and whatever, and put ourselves in forward in time <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully by the time you're hearing this we're out of our dissolution phase a little bit yeah more. so forgive if there's huge news that's happened since this comes out and we're not addressing it it's because we're recording this right a couple weeks before it will come out <laughs> yeah so overarching broad themes i guess yeah um so I think like the biggest one is equinox is Aries season it's the start of the astrological year and we'll get into that more in the episode but first mm-hmm. we have a card like usual and this is from the sacred destiny oracle by Denise Lynn and I chose this deck because to me that Aries point, that start of the zodiacal year is like a destiny point. Like the North Node to me and the Aries point to me have very similar connotations of like holding your birthright, your destiny, your um, recentering your sense of self, your impulse, your passion. Um, Anyway, we'll read the card, and then we'll dive into all sorts of things like that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, Delight is the card we pulled, and it's this beautiful, it almost has like neon-y colors in it, and it's a sparrow in spring grass, and there's also some birds overhead and spring kind of wildy flowers around the sparrow. It's really quite a delightful card it is it's really <laughs> lovely actually much, i wish you guys could see much it. needed we'll, medicine yeah maybe we'll post it on yeah. instagram um okay so it says the sparrow gains its power from its numbers um and i might as well interject there because i don't want to forget it and i feel like there's so much in this card to relate to this thought i have is like um as the north node moves um, and goes on like a 19-year journey when that's in a sign that ignites a new journey and it's been a very long time for aries since it's at the north node and so aries is coming into kind of a closing phase and there's like an aquarian overlay into aries so there's 
tones of friendship, even though Aries is a very singular, independent, individualist type of energy, there is um, a lot of that being directed towards friendship, towards causes, towards humanity, towards movement. And the things this card say feel like Aries with the Aquarian overlay to me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm bringing that in now. Okay, starting over. The sparrow gains its power from its numbers. In clusters, sparrows eat and forage, and predators are distracted and deterred, even intimidated by their numbers. Security and joy in numbers is a lesson of the sparrow. Within their community, sparrows are always busy living life fully. Many cultures align the meaning of the sparrow with joy, and in the Middle Ages, the sparrow was thought to relieve suffering, help one triumph over hardships, and bring joy. And to me, that's very, there's a lot of Aries energy in that, like, coming to the end of the, the year, we're kind of in that suffering point with the Pisces energy. Anyway. Um, I'll finish reading. <laughs> no, this is good. I'm just listening. Things. Yes, no, this is great. Okay, so the sacred landscape wants you to know delight is expanding in your life. Clap your hands with glee. Spend time with others. Go to a community gathering. Host a party. The joy you experience will give birth to a mirth. <laughs> immense. I don't even know what I was trying to say there. Immense creativity and your life will blossom. Share your happiness and elation with others and it will grow by leaps and bounds. This isn't the time to be serious or buckle down and get to work. This is the time to be spontaneous and madcap. Madcap to me is very Aquarian. Uh, not to make hard and fast commitments, um, or do not make hard and fast commitments. Don't sign any legal documents or make any pledges right now. Don't make any promises or you might not be able to keep them. Give yourself permission to have fun. Lots of fun, especially in community with others. And, oops, sorry. That, for me, this is like one of the few times I know exactly what I'm going to be doing for almost the next month is like on vacation with people. So may not align for Anne as well, but this is very much so like I feel... Well, I want this energy. I know I'm kind of headed into that type of thing, and I've been kind of low energy, so I'm like, oh, I hope this ends up being fun, because <laughs> I feel like I've been a bummer lately, so it's nice seeing this card where I'm like, okay, maybe that, like, think, delight will come with I think you'll rally. Vacation. I think you'll, yeah, yeah, I think you'll be just fine. I need the vacation in order to find my delight, I think, is what's, mm. for me, aligning. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, start of the year, just like a little bit of information astrologically. So equinox, airy season, spring equinox, that's when the sun is, um, we have equal day, equal night. We're moving out of longer nights into starting to move into the daytime, growing longer than the nights have been. And um, the in the zodiac, the initiation of the of spring. So at any of the quarter points in the zodiacal wheel, we get a cardinal sign, which is an initiator. And Aries, being the initiator of the new, is the initiator of initiators. <laughs> so it's sort of threshold moment. Um, 
yeah, this time to step from like really big, huge, chaotic, complex um, boundaries of just sort of things dissolving, feeling a little exhaustion into this sort of like sunrise moment in the morning of like the new day is ahead, having high hopes, having impulse, having passion, um, definitely coming in an elder overlay though is interesting, but I think that leaning into friends makes sense to me of just using Aries is like a very positive sign, even though some people can experience it as like a bit uh, intense, intense or gruff or something. Um, it does like to have a positive outlook. Yeah. But sometimes it can come off as harsh because anything they're feeling, they're so connected to impulse and passion that like boundaries are struck really easily with Aries energy and there's confrontation takes place instantaneously with an Aries energy. Um, if you have Aries people in your life, you may have seen this, but they don't hold grudges. If something has hit a boundary, they bring it up in the moment and they confront it and get it over with and they do not hold on to anything about it. Like one and done, it's over. You hit my boundary. Don't do that. Even if that pisses off. I mean, sometimes that's harsh to... Yeah, I have a brother. <laughs> we'll just say that. In Aries season, I think it's, you know, sometimes we need that sometimes, but like all the time, sometimes that's... Intense. Intense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, there should be a dial on that one. But... Um, yeah, anyway, that's sort of astrologically where we're at and then I know in the Celtic spirit well we're still in um, uh, uh, air right yeah so we'll be in air until, until mid Taurus until May 1st May 1st that's when the Celtic summer begins yeah and I like the uh, fire air concoction is very combustible but they feed each other and it's exciting you know <laughs> I'm just <Air>. like <laughs> becoming more and more speechless as we go. This is great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> like, mm -hmm, yes. <laughs> but it is, it's like that. Um, we go from holding a flame inside or the seed being under the ground to coming up into the air, breaking through a threshold, coming into. A rebirth, a new, is the diamond in the raw right now. So it's like a very good time to tap into your raw energies, raw passions, raw impulses coming up. Because mm. then over the course of the year, we'll refine what the initial spark was about gets sort of refined over the year. So it is raw. It is rugged. <laughs> Um, I'm relating more to that than delight. <laughs> well, we're still in Pisces as we're recording, yeah. so maybe yeah. it will. Yeah, and it's <laughs> keeping her mouth shut because it's only Pisces vomit. But <laughs> trying to trying to fast forward a week into <laughs> spring. Feel the spring, yeah. and it is. I mean, I think that energy of like 
it's starting to warm up, it's starting to breathe lighter. Um, we do mirror, we mirror nature, so I think that's coming in. Where we've been in Salt Lake, it's been so cold in March, so cold, so it's felt very winter, winter. Yeah, I also feel like I'm getting older and just can't deal with cold as much as I used to. Because yeah. I'd look at the thermometer and be like, it's not that cold, but mm. my God, I'm it's so cold. tired of this and my body does not do well with it anymore. Maybe I was just in denial most of my life. Well, for yeah. us, it's been the march in like a lion, so maybe it will go out like a lamb yeah. with delight. <laughs> yes, it will go out with delight and gentle. I mean, that's what, as you were talking about all this combustible, I was like, so... <laughs> What about the gentleness of spring? Like, <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah, if you're looking for that spark and something to go, but yeah, I'm like, can it's we? the volcano. Aries yeah. is the volcano kind of energy, mm -hmm. and then we soften once we go into Taurus and Gemini. Uh -huh. You just gotta get gotta gotta get the creations going. Yeah, you have to reconnect your boundaries, your sense of self, your um, your passions, your impulses, your it's kind of volcanic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That fire that's been held down in the earth is coming out up to the surface. And sure is. It's bringing the face to show it. New formation into place. <laughs> I don't think I've been this uncomfortable. <laughs> Not with what Allie's say, but just like, it's just, yes, in some amazing way, she's just articulating, it's like, I should take her to a therapy session and just talk about airy season and then say that, that's what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> but it, but it's still like, it's not in the, yeah, because we're still in Pisces season, it feels like um, an out of control fire right now, like mm -hmm. really out of control. Yeah, well, we're stepping from that Capricorn overlay with Pisces, so a lot of pressure on just things that need to be released. So that's where we're sitting in, and so it's hard to see that, like, trust that threshold of, like, right. different, very, very different energy coming. <laughs> oh, my God, if life doesn't just go somewhere after this, yeah, just looking for something. But, um, I but mean, you're, you're a morning person, so think of that sunrise moment. Yeah, the clarity. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to like summon that because that's not the energy I'm feeling right now. In fact, right. I was saying like today for the first time, and people who know me personally will be shocked to hear that I didn't get out of bed till 9 a.m. <laughs> I'm shocked. Like, <laughs> That's where Anne's at. Like, Anne loves morning more than anything, so much so that she wakes up way before the sun, so just to make sure she can prep for it and then see it. But, yeah. So, channel. So I feel like everyone should do that. Like, shut their eyes, think yeah. of like the most amazing sunrise they've been. Have you been on like a sunrise hike or something? Or right. just saw it, was up early one morning and saw a beautiful sunrise? Like, mm -hmm. just like drop into that memory and that sensation right of right before the sun peeked over the horizon line right what that felt like versus once it came over the horizon line right it does seem to like turn the lights on in a way 
Pillsbury, like that, that moment, that short moment of like right before the horizon to right after the horizon is like it changes perspective and orientation so much to me. Yeah. Just like a completely different tone. Right. I'm going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I really honestly usually, I come up with better things to say. But... So I'm here to represent y'all who are still feeling a little bit lost in the <laughs> in the dissolution phase. But um I'm definitely there. And like, you know, I mean as the world, the state of the world is crazy right now. So I feel like everyone's feeling some of that. Yeah. I it's mean, hard to talk about this bright, positive delight time coming, sort of knowing that people are fighting and yeah, fighting and dying. Dying right now. I mean, I know that's probably happening, happening somewhere every year, but um, it's like really, uh, I don't know, the scale of it feels big. And um, it's well, in our faces with news 24-7, and I well, think it's on a it. lot of us have some personal connection, pe- know people there, and it's... When in Ukraine, sorry. Coming on the heels of the pandemic, you know, so it's like we're already yeah. just like so drained and so done and horrified at yeah. the things that can happen in our world, and then you know a war breaks out. So yeah, it feels weird. To, that that was like the first thing that I thought when I saw delight. I'm like, oh, it'd be interesting to talk about delight right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's just. The nature of life is like, you know, like, even in a time when you're grieving, like, life does go on. Right. There are still beautiful things, and there are. But that's where I think to channel that towards some of the big issues people are concerned about right now is that Aries energy is an initiative, like, assertive, get things done, confront the matters, um, and it does have like a positive outlook, so we could see some really, um, you know. And I feel like everyone wants to know how to be helpful, so I think we could see some real initiative mm-hmm. around the world. And this grassroots we're seeing of people just on their own accord creating websites for certain things or rideshare networks, or you know, like everyone's finding in this world connected world we're in to do these really innovative things that have been I think quite helpful despite given the situation so I feel like Aries could even like spark more of that like grassroots person having this you know whatever we have in us of like wanting to direct our need to like help or right. be useful or something I just I think there's more motivation more assertion probably that will come through which I think will be cool to see um, yeah. it's already been cool to see what some people have been doing yeah um on the other hand confrontation is big with Aries so we could see things expand a bit which is <laughs> Oh, Sorry, I have to say what I <laughs> yeah no no that's good. To mind, which you know that's not delightful, but 
I think this is talking more like individualist. Yeah, I think this delight is on the individual. And I think probably, right, like when things do feel so Right. Well, dark. and I'm just thinking even being in Ukraine or on the border territories where refugees are going Poland and Hungary, like it might be such a huge relief to have that warmer, you know, because they're pretty far north, mm-hmm. that warmer is probably... I don't know how cold it is there, but um, probably easier to have more optimism and energy when you have more light and warmth, you know? Always, yeah. I'm just thinking about even refugee camps if you're outside a lot and whatever. It's like... Yeah. Well, I think that's like... Traveling, you know, like as hard as it is, like... Having to uproot and leave, that delight, what was said in that card, I could see there just being so much community effort here Mm -hmm. and really feeling if you are like a refugee part of um, being held by community a little, you know? Right. Well, and even just being able to go outside more, like Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, one of the, I think when you're, you know, just by nature of the winter months, you know, we spend more time inside. You're not mm-hmm. out and about seeing people on the street or, you know, you know, it's, you don't have that like people eating out on a patio or whatever you yeah. don't, have, but I think like just getting outside in and of itself and just re-engaging with the natural world, right. um, can whatever, ease a yeah. lot of, whatever situation you're in, good mm-hmm. or bad, these feelings of life pushing out of the ground and seeing more color is just like even if you're in a really bad place can bring some moments you know well it's like you know I read a lot about stress because I have a lot (laughs) um but I, I mean often I come across this just you know concept that I think most of us are familiar with but it's like one of the best things for your mental health is to watch the sunrise and sunset Mm, yeah you know like it's huge like and we underestimate how powerful just being engaged with nature is and I think that's what's so beautiful about the warming weather yeah is that we can start to engage with it more and get out more and see these cycles happening is just affirmation that things aren't always going to be like this you know right days pass and, and they come again and it's the, I mean, the zodiacal will represents the journey. It's, you know, and everyone has different journeys they're on at the moment, but there is a directional that's universal with these astrological moments. And this is sort of that crossing into the new world of, if you were to look at the hero, hero's journey, it's sort of the, the new world, the new order, yeah, the new territory kind of moment, so... Yeah, it's... It is new territory, and I do think of, as much as spring is a lovely thing and delightful, I do think of, like, just feeling like a baby in so many ways. Right. Just, and, and I think that community aspect, that being woven into us is so necessary. Like, mm-hmm. as a newborn, you, you can't do things on your own. Right. And everything is, a, is about you, so it has that mm-hmm. sort of individualness mm-hmm. to it. But, like, you... Because you're so new to this world, you have to rely on other people a lot. Yeah. 
And I think that's what's so interesting about an Aries dynamic is like, you know, very individualistic and mm-hmm. yet they need, you know, direction. They need direction. Um, yeah. In the tarot, Aries is ruled by, um, the emperor or is that Mars? Either way, kind of similar. Um, and it's this, this new order that's coming through, but I find that interesting to me. It almost feels like, um, an indication, not that they're emperors, but that they need an emperor. They need, uh, mm-hmm. um, this moment of really, uh, responding to direction because you don't, um, you might have impulses, but impulses can also be scary. So I think that's also like, I, I do know quite a few Aries and they really, really value order. And I think it's because impulses left unchecked, left without some sort of authority to direct them are very dangerous. You mm, know? That's interesting. And there's, to me, more than the emperor, there's the warrior archetype. Um, archetype. I always say that's abbreviated for some reason um and the warrior needs a general or a king or a queen or a you know someone that's there you know there to give structure and order and direct their their impulses their ability to um fight and um protect and serve and um yeah find their honor their like honor code or something you know yeah just gonna say yeah someone to to tell them why they're fighting to give yeah. them a lie well, and warriors and... like if you watch movies left unchecked if they're you always see scenes of like warriors in a bar and yeah. the general's not there yeah or they're just drunk or something that impulse always sparks yeah where they end always. up using their strength <laughs> in a way that doesn't have real meaning and purpose you know that doesn't have an ultimate end and it's just that explosion of yeah. strength or whatever right so there is a huge connection to this energy being best used when there is some sort of um authoritative sadly to say um this is the energy of like uh, respecting authoritarianism, mm. and we there's cycles. There's bigger cycles of when Uranus, the planet of the group, like Aquarius, um, wherever it is, is showing what is electrifying the group, and we've seen a rise of authoritarianism as Aquarius or as Uranus has moved through Aries and now into Taurus, both of those signs very much so um, respect authoritarianism. It's interesting because it feels like in some ways because the Aries has that newness and that... But um, the Alpha has to prove they're an Alpha for Aries energy. They're not going to take anyone yeah, but it's the... Yeah, I think though it seems like an Aries personality, not personality because we all hold it somewhere in our charts, but... That Aries energy is drawn to that in the way I keep thinking of, you know, the the mind makes a terrible master but a great servant. Right. You know, so it's just like 
I feel like that authoritarianism, like when things get oversimplified, there's a part of us that feels secure in that. And like, um, well, when we can't hold comp- more complex ideas. And so we lean into the one who has the simple answers. Like, right. and we go hard and we well, go big. Well, it's part of the cycle. And, um, you know, I have my own judgments about this, but it is just part of the cycle of like, um, when you move from Pisces and having so much complexity and so much baggage and um, chaos to step into that new day, you want order. And so anything that has this direction of just like simple, clear, specific order to restore us out of some kind of chaos is very listened to. The problem with this that works well in a personal life. If you're moving out of chaos and you need new clarity and direction and order, that's great. But when we're talking on a societal level, societal mm-hmm. level, global level is innately complex. And mm-hmm. so when you get into Aries Taurus modes with society responding to authoritarianism, it's part of the cycle, but it doesn't usually go well for a lot of people because that, order can feel very confining and brutal and is Mm -hmm. um, when you're trying to control very complex things with very simple things. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone who steps out of line is out, you know, which hence, here we go. (laughs) Here we go again. Well, Um, I'm talking about Uranus there, which is in Taurus, which we're already just experiencing um so there's nothing against Aries. i love aries energy i love taurus energy in personal lives yeah when it comes to societal bigger bigger complex things they're not energies that um yeah hold or uh, allow for complexity yeah i mean and i mean we've done this before where you've kind of overlaid like human development onto this so it is like Putting a baby in charge. Yes. Yeah. And letting them have yeah. get away with their tantrums. So that's, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well. Like, I and mean, we love babies. We love them. If you're going to look at. But if you put them in charge. <laughs> if you're going to look at soul ages. Yeah. Trump is an airy soul age. He's yeah. an authoritarian. It's not great. I think it's leadership, int- yeah. you know, I, but if you put someone with an airy soul age in charge of their own, you know, their entrepreneurs too, if you put them in charge of their own business, Oprah is also an airy soul yeah. age. Yeah. There's a big difference of how it needs to be used for it to shine the way it's supposed to shine. Yeah. And putting Aries soul age, there can be people with Aries energy that have much bigger soul ages that are capable in that way. So nothing against Aries and talking about bigger cycles, but yeah, that energy is great for personal clarity, personal life, right. personal brand, whatever. But uh, to me, it always brings quite devastating societal results when you're putting that energy in charge. Right. And that's a good clarification. You're putting the energy in charge, yeah. not necessarily a person. A person, no, because no, there can be... My husband is an Aries, but he's not an Aries soul age, and he's a great leader, and, you know, yeah. it's different, so, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Hopefully that made some sense to most of you. I think so. 
think so. It's an in- it's interesting because you know it feels so opposite to what I associate. You know, even the equinox with of just this like you know balance point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does I'm, I'm bring tr- balance, but that balance is suited to personal things. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. Personal just... passion, personal boundaries, personal view. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's the the balance point that's moving us. We've had st- at this point too much dark, and we're needing that balance of light mm-hmm. starting to grow. Mm-hmm. And so it's different at the Libra season equinox of like we've had too much light, exhausted of the pressure of the light. You yeah. Know? We're exhausted of the low vitality of no light and that Libra season exhausted by the, I shouldn't say exhausted. I think they're both energetic points actually, but um, just ready, you know, like sort of ready for pressure easing and ready for pressure to come on. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready for it to not come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting ants like real time. I'm I'm speaking about like fire pressure, not Uh, pressure pressure, like earth pressure. (laughs) Dense pressure, this is more like that um, air to, you know, air to spark the fire, light, like visible. I think it's been internal and we've been trying to keep a flame alive in the dark in our souls and mm. with the new hope that we caught you know with Aquarius mm. and even in Capricorn at the seed point um been tending a flame inside and Aries allows it to come to the surface and start to be outward yeah. <laughs> I think this is like I'm just realizing all of my reactions right now. Like I don't want any more fire. Just like <laughs> just water. I just, just want water. water. But it's it's interesting because I feel like. But we are still technically in Pisces season, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right, and I think you know just because of my my personality and even just my physical constitution, it's like I always feel like I have too much fire. Mm. Um, and too much air that's fanning the fire mm. and so um, I'm always just wanting a gentle little tiny flame but um, what was I going to say um, anyway I think it will feel good I think it's been cold here I don't know about where you all are, but it's been cold here, and I think it's going to bring in, like, a new mood. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. One can only hope. We are we are hoping. <laughs> I really am at a loss for words tonight, and I'm trying to, like, bring myself out of it, but, yeah. It's, That's all right. Um, 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 but, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like... Even, you know, thinking of the fire as that kind of transformational mm. element, you know, and I am, I'm ready for, you know, before we started this, Allie and I did a little burning because I needed, I needed to burn some shit. And it's just like, I, I do need that fire to just like totally transform 
my yeah. whole paradigm. Right. Like big in a big way. Yeah. And and in such a big way that I think that's part of my maybe hesitation is that knowing that like when you go through these bigger transformations, like there is a fear in me of just being like, do I know what the hell I'm doing? Like I'm gonna be learning how to walk all over again, like or or is this something innate and natural? You know, there's just so many unknowns when you do those these big transformations. So I'm thinking right. of that role at the fireplace. Well, this year is sort of like an Elder Aries, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that Aquarian tone coming in, because we're still, as we're recording, in a Capricornian tone for another day. Um, overlay, kind of that journey energy on top of the Zodiac. Um, and I think both... The fire coming in and the Aquarian overlay will feel so different from this watery Pisces with the Capricorn pressure. Um, and Aquarius can can really bring a whole new, like a new hope, a new vision, a new um, recognition of what the future could be. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be relieving to a lot of people, both like pandemic-wise, I think, that sense of self going through pandemic has probably gone through a lot of questions of like, mm-hmm. um, what do I need to be in the world? Because Aries is asking bigger questions right now. And this time is like, what do I need to be for humanity? Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. for necessarily for like, what's my role in the world? This is like, what do I need to be for humanity? Yeah. So how can I find my passion my best sense of self, my best boundaries in service of like the future. Right. And the future of those to come kind of thing. Right. So I do think there's like, um, I think there is a sense of delight in that recognition of what could be coming through. Mm-hmm. So I think right now it's just watery pressure. <laughs> yes. That. <laughs> That. But it, it, yeah, but just to say it is sort of an elderish Aries um, season. And that Aquarian thing, we tend to see uh, the crowd ignited. So I was trying to think like what kind of movement you would see under like an Aries protest or an Aries. Uh, cause orientation. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> I feel like if anything, like, um, so one of the big things that's very much a Capricornian pressure for me right now is I um, lost my job. And so paying the bills is stressful right yeah. now. But like, as you're saying that, like what would be an Aries protest? It's like, I can feel this, thing in me of just like and I think a lot of people are feeling this you know the silver lining of the pandemic is people realize that we can have more freedom as employees and it's like I think that's part of the protest is people are trying to find a way to work and put up boundaries that you know allow them to live a better life right you know and so and I think uh, I think there is this strange even though like people are you know, putting up these boundaries for themselves, they also, you know, I can see some companies doing this, 
But it's just like, you know, trying to lead the way in a, a healthier work right. life. You know, of just like people should have more freedom. They should have yeah. more flexibility to, to work as they want to work and, and, right. to, and then contribute to, you know, the company or humanity mm-hmm. in a much more healthy, productive way. Yeah. I think one thing that maybe not necessarily a movement, but I think one thing that, and I've sort of touched on this, I feel like in wording, framing it slightly different enough to bring it back up, but like this recognition of how impactful one individual can be in such a globally connected world. Mm. Of like, your singular actions because of the technology we have and the reach we have as individuals these days can make a profound mm-hmm. impact, you know? Right. Or influence or whatever it is. Like maybe you're not a tech person, but you have a platform where you influence and right. and people are listening to you and right. you can you can claim one thing for yourself knowing that other people will then be able to raise their voice or you know, I do think there might be some bigger recognitions happening of just like how each each of us individually can make a mark, make a contribution that's um, much more significant than we give ourselves mm. a thought about for ourselves, I guess you could mm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, not that everyone needs to go out and make a global impact yeah, <laughs> definitely no. not saying that but I think there'll be I think there will be some interesting stories that come out um but there you know that inspires but also just like recognizing um I think our sense of selves also and sense of passions are breaking out of constructs like sort of analogies Anne gave of recognizing that like yeah my personal boundaries, my individuality, my independence, what I can see for that for the future isn't um, being supported or held properly in the current constructs. Right. Yeah. Which I think, yeah, that's what you were saying in more astrological language anyway. Yes. (laughs) Genealogies are better. It's easier to connect to that. Um, But yeah, like how... How can we be more independent? How does our independence need to be supported, breaking rules, um, pushing the boundaries, challenging the man? <laughs> well, I think it's just reclaiming. I mean, we're, I mean, all of this is based off of everything we talk about is based off of these natural cycles, and I feel yeah. like you know, all of us are carrying not only our own frustration and stress, but generations worth of that, of, of an industrial, um, modern modernized world that really rejected any kind of natural anything. Right. And I think, you know, that's what we're reclaiming is our, our true nature. Yeah. You know, and we want these more natural rhythms mm-hmm. and we want to feel connected. We feel so disconnected. And I think, you know, in that global way, like by staking, you know, like 
whether you know it or not, you know, asking for more flexibility with work or whatever is a more natural mm-hmm. way to live. And so people doing that on an individual level more and more and more and yeah. more, it begins to shift the, the whole... Well, yeah. and there's so many avenues to be a either a freelancer or work for yourself in different modes, and you see more and more people flocking towards those the types of opportunities that sort of allow you to, you know, like yeah. even just being like a Lyft driver, right. you know, you can set your own hours, you can work as little or as much as you want, um, yeah. you know. But there's the I. Yeah, I I think things like that, we might see a greater push. Like there's been this big fleeing of employees from big companies. And I think, yeah, yeah, people are kind of just wanting to have a little bit more uh, freedom to work the hours they want, the way they want, the flexibility they need. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else was on? What else did we talk about in our pre talk? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm going on vacation, so it'll be a good intro to airy season for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Definitely hoping to find that rebirth spark, that new spark. Right. I kind of know the direction I want to go, but have yet to feel the energy to, like, do anything about it. And so hopefully spring and vacation will enliven it. It's interesting. I feel like if I get really still and quiet all my anxieties about work... And what that is going to be for me, and I need to find it soon. And I think I know what I... I have that clarity of I know what I want to do, but what I need is a community to support it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Aquarian overlay season coming. Let's do it. Let's find the fucking (laughs) weirdos. Like, I need them. (laughs) Or the people waking up. We've got the beasts here with us. Yes, we're, by the way, we usually record at Anne's, but we're at my house, and we've got two little wild dogs. They've been pretty quiet. They've been quiet. Yeah, I thought they fight a lot, and they get into things, and they're they're wild little creatures. (laughs) They knew this was really important, (laughs) that there was no fighting. But if you've heard any weird... One of them Orbit is sitting next to Anne, and he keeps standing up and, like, circling to find a better... Keeps adjusting. Adjusting like a cat. Mm-hmm. He's a little kitty cat. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we can keep this kind of short and sweet this month. Um, I think it's hard because we're not in... We're not Usually in we, season, we yeah. give ourselves, like, about a week into an energy before we... For a season before we record, so we have some kind of yeah. we are drowning in the boundaryless Pisces mm-hmm. nebulous sea right now. Like 
Yeah, when is that sunrise coming? I really am hoping that <laughs> like some magic with the seasons really does happen. And by the time we publish this and I re-listen to it, and I'll be like, whoa, fuck, I was in it. And Yeah, it'll be funny to listen back for sure. So, yeah, we've talked about what we see coming, at least astrologically. And mm-hmm. I love the delight card. I really hope that shows up. Me too. I'm going to hold on to that. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, happy new astrological year, That's right. everyone. Yeah. Um, burn the things that we did a little burning ceremony. So that's like a maybe a cue call to action for you guys. Burn anything, any of the baggage, complexity things that you just needed to leave in the last astrological year and watch some sunrises to inspire yourself and do you be you call for your independence individuality Mm. connect to new passion oh we're gonna do all of that yeah (laughs) it's coming it'll happen All right, I guess we'll see you guys. Our next episode will actually we we'll do it in the season. In the season, and, so Anne and we so will confused. be in the new year. So maybe we'll have like <laughs> our. You won't even know who we are anymore. We're pulled together <laughs> instead of meandering. Yeah. Follow Allie's following Allie's monkey mind right now. So in my completely <laughs> overwhelmed brain in shutdown mode. You're welcome. We're real over here, guys. Okay. All right, we'll see you in Taurus season. Bye. Bye. <laughs>